Who's on first? What base do you want to talk about? I'm going to get in a lot of trouble here. You play to win the game. This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. Bulls is retarded. Come after me. They're comedians, they're sports fans, and all around degenerates. It's the Who's on First podcast with your hosts, Matt Marin and Anthony Passaretti. I'm a man. I'm 40. What's up? Welcome to the Who's On First podcast. Matt Marin here with Anthony Passaretti. What's up? And we got a guest, a first guest we've had on the podcast. Comedi- former yeah. Comedy Fight Club champion, one of the best roasters in the world, Drew Drevyanko. Oh my God, I didn't know I was the first. Yeah, yeah. inaugural Jesus guest. Jesus yeah. Christ, this is, this is a lot of pressure. Yeah, but Drew- luckily I know uh, I know a lot about 2003 to 2007 baseball. So. 2000, yeah, don't include 2008. You're a Phillies fan. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's a wheelhouse of this podcast. If, if yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the first two episodes have been very heavy baseball in that era. That's clearly yeah. what we know the best. But yeah, you're a Philly sports overall. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah, uh, mostly. Do you have a what your favorite sport? I know you and I went to a Mets Phillies yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, the thing is that. I mean, Eagles is are just always going to be the best. I know yeah. you as a nice person. This is very surprising. I, to me. I don't. I don't condone anything people in Philadelphia do. Um, but Eagles for sure. Now that the Sixers are good again, I'm getting back into yeah. them. But they were so bad for Knocked so long. Knocked my nets out last year. I was so that yeah. Was like, that was that was good. It was, you know what? I had no expectations of success, and then they won the first game, and I was so all in. Right, it was right, so dumb. Exactly. I poured my whole heart into it. One oh, we got this. It the was, nets are a fun team, though. Uh, they can be. They're um, they're fun if you don't care about them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That's very the nets. I enjoy like the nets as a team, but if I was rooting for them, I'd figure I'd be miserable. Oh, they're all the so time. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, and then Philly, I feel like people just don't care about the Phillies as much right now because mm. of the Sixers and Eagles. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, and you also just got Bryce Harper, right. and then his old team won the World Series. Exactly, <laughs> and it was. I wouldn't say it was a bust. I mean, there's still hope. Oh yeah, it's thirteen year deal. It's the yeah, first exactly. year. <laughs> He's got more tries. <laughs> He's got more tries. Chances he goes all thirteen years in Philly. Yeah. I it don't depend- know. No, if they get some success, yeah, like two, three World Series over 13 years, yeah. I think so. But Chances, if he doesn't get yeah. it in four or five, I think he's like, fucking get me out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if the Yankees start kind of faltering, I could see the Yankees trying to orchestrate a trade and just taking that contract. If the Yankees don't win in the next four years and the Phillies don't either, and the Phillies are looking for someone to take it, the Yankees would. Yeah. yeah the people are already talking about trying to dump John Carlos' contract, though. So uh, it's like, it's insane. Yeah. The, 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 either way. But, yeah, I was going to say, we actually mentioned you on one of our first couple of episodes. We were talking about our favorite video game soundtracks. I think you know where I'm going with oh this. Oh, my God. Because you and I have talked about MVP it's baseball the before. There's, there's <laughs> n- I still have, like, all those songs on my old iPod that I, st- I still listen to an iPod. Yeah. Um, I still listen. I was just listening to Please by Maxine today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please. Uh, do you remember um, the Zootons? That yes. was one of them. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I um, I read I heard like the chorus to Tessie by Dropkick Murphys. Oh, like yeah. this is a fun one. I listened back to it. It opens with the call of the Red Sox beating the Yankees in the playoffs, though. Really? Yeah, I can't the listen to the song that. anymore now. Oh, yeah, that's well, terrible. That ruined they've ruined Sweet Caroline for me. I used to when I was a kid, I would go to the <laughs> wait, my, wait, 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 wait. They ruined it for when you? I was well, when I was a kid. Neil Diamond Neil Diamond just, ruined Sweet Caroline. Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid, I went to the pool club near where I lived and they had uh like like Sweet Caroline would play. So I remember it as a fun summertime song. And the I know the, <laughs> then the Red Sox are playing it at every game, and now I can't listen to it anymore. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, um, I was gonna say you you're a hockey guy. I know. Yeah, you probably guy. know more about the Flyers than I do. Probably. At this point. Well, Anthony was uh, talking. About, he went <laughs> okay. on a run of being a Flyers fan for like a year. Really? Yeah. yeah, just very briefly after they did that thing in the Eastern Conference Finals to Boston, it was still rooted in being a Yankee fan. The Boston oh, Bruins so were would... Boston Bruins were up three games to none over for the Flyers, and the Flyers came back and won four games to three. So because the Red Sox had done that to the Yankees five years earlier, Anthony now liked the Flyers for doing that to Boston. So you guys would take Philly over Boston? Oh, 100%. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> I mean, this past weekend, the uh, Eagles were playing the Patriots, and I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm supposed to hate the Eagles yeah. more, but I was kind of, I was like, I want the Eagles to win this game, but still not win the division. Which, what a I still wanted the Patriots to lose. Oh, man, that game was so hard. It was a good game, but Jesus Christ. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of football, biggest story in football this week. The Miles Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Did you see swung some... a helmet. To be fair though, that the guy that the guy that got hit with the helmet, not only did he also try to take a helmet off. Yeah. If you watch the clip, he's yes. down there trying to take a helmet yeah. off. He acted so self righteous in the press conference, like, oh, it was such a classless move who would ever who would ever even consider trying to take a helmet off cut to the clip of him being like i can't get this thing like (laughs) well there was there was one a few years ago it was uh courtland finnegan who got in fights like all the time he's a cornerback for the titans and andre johnson they they like ripped each other's helmets off and then were swinging at each other with their hands not with the helmet I feel like that's probably what Rudolph was more going for. Take his helmet off so he can hit him. The the helmet on football fight is one of the funniest like concepts in sports. I know it's so like wh- why ever. I remember yeah. when I was in high school once we were like two guys started doing that and they got into a fight and somebody was like, "Aren't you gonna break it up?" And the coach was like, "They're in full fucking pads." <laughs> like at what point? What do I care? They can fucking- yeah. I don't think exactly. you've mentioned yet on the podcast, Anthony. That you were an offensive lineman in high school football. Yeah, really? you know, in a small New Jersey town, you don't need to. I was just telling this story to somebody the other day. Everyone in the league in our like division wasn't huge. It wasn't that competitive. It was nobody was going to play in a big right. College. And right. Then one day. One high school somehow got a defensive end that was gonna go to Penn State the next year. And it was no it was like walking around like this isn't fun. Like this shouldn't be allowed. What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Look at us. Look at us. They were soaking wet. The heaviest kid here is 225. Right. That man is six foot seven. Wow. This is this shouldn't be illegal. We Did lost he go that on? Kid. Oh yeah, he played uh, no, he didn't like do anything like amazing, but he got to be on the roster at a yeah, at yeah. Penn State. It's not even like a D one. It's like a it's expected good D1. to do yeah, well, yeah, D1. It, yeah. Yeah, it was this Roxbury High School. We Wait, lost was that this game dur- like 50 was this, to nothing. Was this during Penn State's, like, ban from playing in bowl games it time? It would have been, yes. I they th- had no. less scholarships also. If you're my age and you went to Penn State, you were there the four years they weren't allowed to go to the playoffs. Oh, okay. But there was also, wasn't it, they weren't, they had less amount of um, uh, scholarships they could give out. So, if anything... That's like more impressive that you got one of the fewer scholarships that they had. To oh give no, out. this guy! I'm sure this guy, in the grand scheme of things, was like one of the lowest recruits. <laughs> right. Well, did anyone want to play for Penn State during those years? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, this guy, as good as he was, the real yeah. like they could have got recruit, you, and they were yeah, at like, that hey. point. Well, yeah. I mean, they probably and Anthony fucks kids. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> he would have fit in well been there. The other, <laughs> other end of that. I know. I know many people who were there during the Sanders. You were gonna years. say I know many people who fuck kids. <laughs> well, there. I mean, it's that's what a. 
<laughs> I mean, I've been, I went out there once. You ever been to out towards Penn State? No. Yeah, I'm, a few yeah. My, I'm from Philly, so like a bunch of my, a few of my friends went there, and we. I've never been. I've been there like four times. Never over the age of 21. <laughs> That's yeah. Which me like too. is the only way you can do it. I, I went think. there when I was in like eighth grade once, because like my best friend at the time, his older brother was going there, and we went for a football game. We saw Penn State, Michigan State, and it was the whiteout at Hall. Like everybody was in white. It was it was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. It's. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I. This is this is very controversial, but if that that thing was a horrible thing, obviously this is a but great start. If it had to happen to any school, <laughs> oh, I'm glad it was Penn State. <laughs> it is one of the funnier ones out of all the ones it could have yeah. been. That's At, fair. It's like I grew up, and my next door neighbors were one of those families where they had like Penn State flags. Penn State, the parents wore both Penn State sweatpants and hoodies, and it was just like you got. This was college, and one of the parents went there. And it's like, <laughs> this was, you went to Penn State, like a side campus 35 years ago. It was yeah. like, <laughs> it was like Penn State Altoona. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> what the, f it's like, give it up. It's like, you're so, I get it if you root for your team, but it's like, it w their whole house was Penn State. That's Big yeah. Ten and SEC, though. Like, you meet anyone into either conference, yeah. it's their life. Like, they I got, know. like, even I, if it's like the Minnesota Gophers, it's just like their whole fucking house is like dead. Yeah. It's like, what the? Yeah. So I just grew up with that and I was like, oh, fuck Penn State. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So Garrett was suspended for the entire season at least. And there were a lot of other suspensions given out. Rudolph, I don't think, got anything. No, Pouncey got something. Pouncey. Well, also earlier in the game, two Browns players were like hit Steelers players really rough. And there were two, like Juju Smith Schuster and Deontay Johnson out for the game with concussions. And they were like fucked up hits. Guy in the Browns took a picture of himself standing over one of their bodies and put it on Twitter with like a an emoji of like uh look what we did and like, i had what? to apologize and take it down like, that was after the fight and everything too after the game he posted that he like ran to the bench grabbed his phone ran yeah. back out on the field like, I'm, I'm glad sports is coming to the point where now you after the game you can just talk more shit on yeah Twitter. oh it's well, joel Embiid is the master oh of he's that the best Philly. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I fully support it. I oh, think it's yeah. great. He's great. It makes the game better. Even if you're like, oh, fuck this guy. It's like now yeah. everybody's more invested in it. It's I like, know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they, um, so they, it was a like rough game the whole time. And then at the end, on that play, Garrett like had uh, Rudolph kind of wrapped up and Rudolph threw the ball away and he still slammed it to the ground. So it was like a clear rough in the pass. And that's when Rudolph went to rip his yeah. helmet off. It was like an everybody's shitty here yeah. situation. It was like yeah. nobody walked out of that looking good. Yeah. Right. Um, but I was also in football. Colin Kaepernick had a workout over the weekend. Yeah, what happened with that? Is anybody interested? So yeah. the story, what the NFL set up this workout for him. Did anybody protest and, uh, the workout? Yeah, there were there were like people outside with like signs and stuff. Really? Yeah, it was in, it was in Atlanta. There, you know that there was people sitting outside oh, wow. on the things with yeah. signs. Like, well, I think it was just no team. My... Yeah, no team wanted to, even if uh, whether they're blackballing him or not, no team wanted to be the one to say we're going to work out Colin Kaepernick because. Because then, if they don't sign him, they get shit for right. it. Or even if they do. so, either way, he uh, they set up a workout for him at the Falcon Stadium, and then like two hours beforehand, he's de he decided he wanted to do it at a separate facility where he'd get to bring his own receivers, and media would be able to be there. They weren't gonna, they were going to give him receivers of their own choice, and they were not going to allow the media in to record. And he was like, "No, I don't trust you guys. You've been fucking me over for the last three years. I'm doing it on my terms." Wow. And so then only eight of, like, the 25 scout teams who were going to be there ended up showing up because it was such a last-second change. There were still eight teams there scouting him, and apparently it was a good workout. They said that his arm strength is still elite. 
Um, but who knows if he'll actually... They also want him to sign a waiver that had, like, an added thing in there that says... Um, just because you do this where it doesn't guarantee you will get signed, which the NFL says is to, like, cover them in case of injury, but is also then legally they're now not liable if he tries to say they're blackballing him. Is there any team actually interested? I don't know. It's, I, or is it just... Fun? I don't know why a team would be now if they hadn't been the last That's three years. That's what I years. think, it's yeah. A, I mean, it's a bummer for him, but at a certain point, like, if you're trying to build something... The, you see the number three next to somebody's age. You're like, well, fuck this. Yeah, like, he also yeah. showed up to the workout in a Kunta Kinte t-shirt. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the other big story now is, like, everybody thinks that all these things he did, he never, a lot of people are accusing him of never actually expecting to get on a team and just using this to sort of re-up his, like, public presence. Like, right. This was all a public I mean, he's more stunt. famous than he, he, he would have he ever been, been as a quarterback. I think yeah, he was in the sure. Super Bowl and he's more famous. I think now. it's That's probably, yeah. yeah, I think it's probably 50-50 where he probably in his head thinks, I haven't been signed for three years, likely I'm not going to be again, so let me continue doing the stuff I've been doing that's been making me popular and I can be a speaker and I can be so or I can he I'm sure he wants to play in the NFL he probably just resigned to the fact it's not going to happen and how old I, is he 34 no 30 he's in his l- low 30s he's in his early 30s but in yeah. the NFL I mean that's 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 a significant yeah, yeah like when, yeah. You, when you're getting knocked around and he was a mobile quarterback too so yeah. his knees and back are susceptible or susceptible yeah. to going early and but I don't I don't blame him for not trusting the NFL at all like, oh, yeah. Much. Well, the whole thing is such a shitty situation with him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he's I mean, <laughs> he's not uh, the best quarterback in the league. He's he would be on a team if he didn't do kneeling. During but could you imagine if he came back, played for a team and then performed like shit? How many like how many just way, nut jobs would just go, eat that up all oh, day? Yeah. And just I mean, it would be, like, it would on be the other over. side of the coin. I though, told you came, he was going to. Exactly. Suck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, But if he came back and dominated. Absolutely. Like, that story would be yeah, well, as incredible. It's, it's literally, I mean, it's either going to be amazing or just a complete shit show. Yeah, it'd be so yeah. boring if he came back and he went like nine and seven. Yeah, like, exactly. Wild card loss. <laughs> like, it's like, ah. I mean, there are teams that could use. The Tennessee Titans are on their back of quarterback with mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill. Well, it's at that point in the season where if you, there, there's got to be a couple teams that are like, well, we need to do something. <laughs> it can't yeah. get any worse. Yeah. Like, either we do this and it gets better, or we do this and the same bullshit keeps happening. It is kind of crazy that no one would at least take the chance. And, all I mean, you know, whether it's negative or positive press, it's more press. And if you're yeah. a team who's not going to make the playoffs, why not do it? Right. He could make, if you don't have a good quarterback, he could make you better, and more people will be talking about your team. He could be the Nick Foles of some new team. Yeah. <laughs> is he the black Nick Foles? Maybe. And well, apparently Nick <laughs> Foles has a huge dick, apparently. Right. Well, speaking yeah. of, of Eagles quarterbacks, too, it's, it is fucked up that Michael Vick got a second chance. And, 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 oh, and the Catholic Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. That's like, his, yeah. what, what Vick did is so objectively what so much Ray, more horrible. No, Ray Lewis. Oh, he there are so many, so many horrible, horrible people in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... But like that this famously guy got, got a second yeah. chance, and then he Vic as a Philly fan, Vic was actually really fun to watch. Was oh December. yeah, like he's he's a great player, and he it's... went full a rod. He like humbled himself. He I know around. that's the full apology. And like, then he went on like he's now like an analyst, and he said he like went after Colin Kaepernick for wearing his hair in cornrows, which Vic did early. It was something like he said he's uh like Kaepernick's not being professional enough, Wait. and it's like Vic said that about Colin Kaepernick. Well, maybe he just sees he's like I remember this one day I'm putting my hair in cornrows. 
what's the next time ordering 50 pit bulls from Mexico? Like, <laughs> he, he just sees the road. He's trying to keep them off of it. <laughs> All right. So we talked about this a little bit last week when the uh, news Don Cherry getting fired broke. And um, I have the clip uh, now this week. We have it of uh, what he actually said that got him fired. He was on Hockey Night in Canada. He's been doing it for like 30 years. He's like an icon in Canada. And they do Coach's Corner each week. And a lot of times Don Cherry takes that as a moment to uh, – Say his political beliefs and things that have nothing to do with hockey. This is what he said <laughs> that got him in trouble this time. You people love you. you. They come here, whatever it is. You love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you can pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. <laughs> so he was talking about uh, the. it was Remembrance Day coming up in Canada, which is like their Veterans Day. And they had the poppies, like the red flower that you'll wear to honor our troops and... Uh, he uh, didn't like that a lot of people aren't wearing them, specifically immigrants who aren't wearing them, and said, you people come to this country. My favorite part about it was um, he said, you enjoy our milk and honey and whatever you want. Like, so, like, when when someone in America gets, like, super cocky about the military in America, like, you come here and enjoy our freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. In Canada, it's our milk and honey. That's, <sighs> see, like, it is fun to have guys like this on TV. Yes! That's, that's the thing that sucks. For sure. I'm sure yeah, every time that, in the booth he starts talking, everybody's just sort of like <laughs> sitting there. Like, but that's what, like, it's, I, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it sucks, obviously, that, you know. Yeah. He, you could, <laughs> this yeah. guy has these views. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, I am glad that happened for sure. And I'm glad that he is that much of a character that because like that's entertainment you yeah know? he's getting know. his own podcast he's he, yeah tomorrow that's morning just, it launches he's getting he, oh uh, yeah he's for starting sure. his own podcast now yeah. if three minutes got him off the air can just imagine a full hour oh, of yeah. his entire and he didn't back down did he no no no, no. they yeah. asked he's him furious. About, <laughs> yeah they talked to him about it and he was uh he was even mad at his co-host who he was with it for years his co-host like apologized he was mad at him for apologizing <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, the fallout from that, we had, um, Ramina Schlaw is, uh, like, she writes for Calgary Flames Nation, their website, and she did, like, an article saying the poppies suck, she's not a supporter of the military, in a similar way that someone in America would say they don't like the military-industrial complex, or they just don't like the actions of the military, and you shouldn't blindly support the military, and then, uh, so it was, I'm like, alright, fair enough, that's an opinion, on Twitter, then, uh, someone tweeted at her, and um, I sent this to you, Anthony. Yep. Someone tweeted her, Cherry's attack misinformed and was misinformed and racist. I also think that buying and wearing a poppy to honor soldiers who literally gave their lives so we could be free is the least we can do to thank them. And that writer sent back, that's nice. One, Cherry is not misinformed. He knows exactly what he's saying. And two, fuck soldiers. <laughs> Which is just a nuke of a line. <laughs> Oh wow! Can you, can you imagine and then, like, she got fired from Flames well, Nation. Also, then, then yeah, put the put the put it back on her. It's like you you're a hockey reporter, and it's like where. Well, there is. I would say for the people who like, there were a lot of people. I think it's contradictory if people don't think Don Cherry should be fired, but then people going after her and saying you should get fired because Don Cherry on Hockey Night in Canada, in between periods of a game, is saying that she's doing it on her private Twitter in a response to someone. So it's a little different, but also I don't think either of them should be fired. I don't think it's it's not even just a fired thing. It's just that I love that she wrote that and was like, I'm gonna write this and then everyone's gonna love me. They're gonna clap. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be so happy with me after I say these things. Oh, if that <laughs> happened in America too, you would never work again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That is you would that's a career damage wise 
that might be n-word adjacent yeah for saying, sure i mean saying just flat out like I, i'm hesitant i mean to, to do be it honest now, so does anyone care about the canadian army i'm not sure yeah. i was gonna say the same where are, is it just helping <laughs> all the people that it's like, oh, yeah, out Canada has a military force. honestly well, they right. burned down the white house at one point didn't they wasn't that yeah them? that was uh it was during the war of 1812 and the canada was uh aligned with the british military and they burned down the white house they came in did that yeah. but yeah i was thinking the same thing like what what battle did they all like what what are the poppies represented it's got to be all adjacent with other things north america did right no yeah it was just them like along we're, with we're america in, in world war one and two yeah <laughs> we're out of our we're out of our um, now. but but yeah don cherry's like such an icon in canada like throughout canada everyone was talking about it and the other side of it the people like uh, ravina schla who like felt so empowered that they can go and say things like that there was another one they have like their version of the view yeah it's called the social and we have a clip from that someone who was on that show jess allen said this in response to the don cherry thing and she uh now for like several days there was the trending hashtag fire jess allen in canada so I worship at the, the altar of hockey i never have and maybe it's because of where i grew up but there's there's a and going to a couple different universities there's a certain type of person in my mind in my experience who does and they all tended to be white boys who weren't um, let's say very nice. They were not generally thoughtful. They were often bullies. Uh, their parents were able to afford to put them, you know, spend $5,000 a year on minor hockey instead of $5,000, a lot of money. You could do other things besides spending your time in an arena. You can go on a trip and learn about the world, see other things, eh? You know? The Oh, so, that A was a. amazing. The impassioned, hear, empowered A. So people just keep getting fired, responding. Oh, the, uh, yeah, She didn't it, get fired, but she uh, has a bunch of people saying that because she just essentially, I mean, if you're mad at Don Cherry for saying you people and generalizing all immigrants, and then she goes on the air and says, uh, in my experience, personally, hockey players are rich white kids who bully you. <laughs> and it's like, that's the same thing as saying you people. No, you, you see these people out there, though, that like, if, if you reverse it, they think they're totally in the right to say stuff like to that. Be, I, I, I mean, that's right. like the definition of being bigoted. Yes, yeah, everyone who plays this sport does. In my experience, everyone who, every woman who hosts a daytime talk show is a stupid cunt. <laughs> Well, <laughs> there it is. Uh, but, <laughs> I think Don Cherry said that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt and Don Cherry's podcast I comes hear, out tomorrow morning. I want to hear Don Cherry's take on Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the other thing. Is like when you get someone of that age, it's almost unfair to ask them about certain oh, stuff. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> like, what is I he mean, supposed to think? Like, there's a lot of people who, when they like get to like their 80s, like sports announcers, so physically they could probably still do it. They retire like for their health reasons. And part of me is kind of like, you retired because you were like, you were going to say something. Yeah, just uh, like you, it would almost be funny if there was like two announcers. They bring back some guy who played in like the fifties. They can't even <laughs> yeah. have him there for like a few seconds. He's like, "Wait a second, what's what's, what's what's going on down there?" Right, right. Everybody's not the same color anymore. They're like, "Yeah, you gotta get out of here. <laughs> get him out. Get him out the booth." Um, also, we started talking about this last week. Probably your favorite topic, Anthony: the Astros sign stealing. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> um, Wait, so how bad is it? I have, I've only read the bad. headlines. Imagine. The worst thing you've ever heard, and then triple it, and it's true. <laughs> no, I know. Like, so the, well, the, there's video so evidence. I think last week the videos had just started at coming out point, when we recorded. It's not insane to think that at any point in 2017 they would have known what pitch is coming. Yeah. Wow. So not this World Series. This one, they've changed. 2017, they've completely seemed to like investigated. They figured out the system. In 2019, they were doing it too. Whistling seems to have replaced the banging. 
in 2019. That's they, like the big yeah. change. But now I've been looking into this a lot. I want it to just be the Astros for the fun of it. I think it's hilarious. I hate the Houston Astros yeah. and everything associated with them. I They are the ones that are dumb enough to have been caught. They are not the only ones who have done this. No way. Right. They're not. They're the ones who did it the worst, maybe. They're the ones who got the most successful doing it, so they got caught. But, like, I saw a clip earlier today of Chris Sale when he was on the White Sox, and he beans someone on the Tigers. It was, uh, and he uh, starts going to first base. They're staring down at each other, and he goes, what? What are you looking at? You should be looking right over there. I know what you're looking at. And he points straight to the center field wall, and then both benches clear immediately. Like, so... So Send me that, that clip. I love baseball fights, if that's a thing. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't even like a fight. It was more just like the second he pointed at the camera, like b- both managers were like, oh, oh, Jesus Christ, oh, he knows wow. about the camera. Like, You ever seen the Rugnetto Dora Jose Bautista fight where he like fully clocks well, the Rangers ba- baseball Blue Baseball fights could be its own episode. I've gone down YouTube black holes of charging the mounds, yeah. for sure. Oh, the, the <laughs> Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura is <laughs> oh, probably yeah, the best one. Course. But the Rugnetto Dora Jose Bautista is the most clean punch I've ever seen landed in a baseball fight. Yeah, that would have been awarded yeah. boxing points. Wait, yeah. that was the the Reds this year or no, did you see no, that one? Like, oh, that one was pretty great. That was when Yasiel Puig was like already traded. And oh he's still yeah, like, oh yeah, that was great. That was, <laughs> yeah. I love who was that pitcher who just like dropped his glove and walked towards like five dudes. Oh, he's like looking at the thing. He's like, warm someone up. I'm about to kick this guy's <laughs> ass. Like, <laughs> like you, I, I'm telling you. I right watched now. that clip and I just like punched a wall. Watching that clip, I was yeah. like, yes, that's great. Yeah. I don't even know that guy's name. In terms of charging them, I love the Bryce Harper. I'm gonna throw the helmet at you, but I throw it straight at the ground. Yeah, and that yeah. fighting. That was. We awesome. should have known then not to sign him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then the infamous, I'm going to bring a title back to DC line. Uh, That's going to be there forever. Yeah. But baseball fights could totally be its own but episode. But like, yeah. whistling, I don't get it. It's like, do they have to like hit? They, well, now, and like then a, it got to the point today where they got accused of having friggin' buzzers on their bodies under band-aids so that somebody in the fucking dugout could start sending them little lights. What? Like, like a yeah. shot, a little, oh my God. I know. Like, it gets crazier every day. Like, well, tomorrow the, you're going to yeah. find out they're going to be like, they had these like, Little vibrating eggs they all put in their asses, and then the manager yeah, just can just like, one buzz for change up. It's gonna be yeah. the. It's gonna get to this point. Have you seen the videos of the banging? It's like no. so. Catcher puts down a sign for off speed pitch, and you hear someone's like slamming a bat against a trash can in the dugout, oh so the batter God. can hear. And it's like if there's no bang, it's a fastball. If there's a bang, it's an off speed. If there's two bangs, it's a breaking pitch and every time it is it's unbelievably like in the spikes in their stats in 2017 it's so obvious that this happened like it i think a lot of people were doing something but they obviously did it the most and the best not well or the worst because it's everywhere like as soon as someone started looking all of this started because that one executive yelled at those sports illustrated reporters yeah the investigation uh like people started looking into the astros because that guy um, he had emails asking people to help him set this up yeah oh my God. and then yeah. when they were investigating into him after he got fired they're like oh wait, wait what's all this shit about putting i just scouts- love the idea that someone's like all right guys so we hit batting practice first then fielding then we're going to hit whistling practice yeah, yeah. for <laughs> mary had a little lamb well now yeah carlos beltran's involved he was on the astros at the time it, now, and it's, now a, he's managing it's a yankee dream story because the other two people implicated now manage the red sox and, and the, the Mets. Yanks. And the Mets, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if everybody's going to get banned, it's Astros, Red Sox, and Mets player. It's it's so funny to be a Yankee fan in this situation. Wow. But also, I'm yeah. waiting for, I know, like, I've been a Yankee fan long enough to know that if, like, shit's going down, we're never too far outside the circle of what's happening. 
So I'm I know the other shoe is gonna drop, but yeah. until then, yeah. this is the first time in my life I can remember the Yankees and the Dodgers both being like the good guys of a story. Yeah, and I'm gonna. So this is worse than like Brady the Flake Gate. No, I... this is it's on like Spygate. Yeah. It's on par with Spygate. I think this is this is might be the worst thing that's ever happened to baseball. Black Sox scandal, then this, and then it's rival like steroids. Not really even gambling. Steroids yeah. never really bothered Kurt me. Kurt Schilling voting for Trump. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kurt, I, I mean, Kurt Schilling being a dickhead is, is a well-worn territory somehow within two episodes of the show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the thing with steroids for me was I always thought any asshole can get strong enough to hit the ball far. It was always more like being visually focused. Like, I've always read that Adderall abuse is a way bigger problem in the baseball than steroids oh. because like staying hyper focused over that marathon of a season, being able to be just dialed in, see the ball better, yeah, yeah. just fatigue over time, just amphetamines, uppers, like almost like trucker speed is like a bigger problem and more prevalent in locker rooms. And that's not as easy to get rid of or test for or as fun to write about as steroids, I think. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I think steroids well, almost yeah. became the scapegoat of a problem that the players union didn't actually want to get rid of. Yeah, okay. The Black Sox scandal, I think at the time was such a huge deal, but now like gambling doesn't like no one. Wait, wait what's the Black Sox scandal? And they like, fixed the World Series. Yeah. They threw games in the World Series. The White Sox. And they bet on the other team. But teams. this happened in the 20s. Or the 20s oh, right? 19. Yeah, oh, it was well, like this fine. happened almost 100 and because, years because ago. gambling was such a huge... That's why Pete yeah, Rose... Yeah, that's fine. But that's, that's why Rose is not in the Hall of Fame because Shh. he bet on sports. Yeah, neither is Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> he was part of the White Sox back then. Yeah, uh, but I mean, even like later on, like I think... Um, I forgot who... I think it was like Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle. It was like two guys from that era got a job working like at a casino doing like secure... Or something involved with gambling and they were like banned from going to baseball events at that time the idea that pete rose or barry bonds like aren't in the hall of fame like the, the hall of fame is its own thing we're going to talk about that in a minute yeah but like they were chastised i want the astros to be punished so severely i don't think george springer or altuve are going to get like banned from the league as much as i would love that i want aj hinch gone out aj hinch is done forever banned forever aj hinch never works in baseball ever yeah. again Beltron and Cora, eh, yeah, I think they're gone too. You think so? You think you do? You think you, it's what you want? Do you well, I put on Twitter. I, what I put on Twitter is actually what I think should happen. I think they should have to change their name for a full year to the winner of a pending fan vote. <laughs> the rest of the MLB gets to pick the Redskins. Whatever it is, I, you, it could be it could be whatever it ends up being. And then part two. Everyone that goes to their home games has to actively keep the wave going for nine straight innings. If you're caught not doing the wave, you're out. You're ejected, no refund. Yeah. And then third, in honor of their Minute Maid field, they can only serve, like, Minute Maid orange juice with no ice at every concession stand <laughs> for a full year. And those are the three puns. Those, that's what happens for a full year. Your ticket sales will be you affected. You just get oranges <laughs> and a little helmet for ice cream? Yeah, what do you a think? helmet that's been sitting in the sun. Yeah. What do you think actually will happen as far as punishment? Dra uh, draft picks, fines, and nothing. Yeah, that's, that's There's <laughs> really not much you can do, probably. Yeah, the Red Sox got fined $500,000 when they were caught using, like, Apple Watches to I, cut if they get signs fined, a couple years ago. It should be enough to where they can't sign a big player. Like, it shouldn't be yeah. five hundred grand. Like, it should be fifteen to $20 million. Like, it should be enough to affect payroll. Yeah. They've fucked up the league. Yeah. For, they, they've ruined the integrity. Like, now there's going to be questions. Every time there's... 
Although that clip you sent me, it was almost worth it. Do you know Mike Francesa? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Drew, do you no, know Mike Francesa? He's a local radio, like a talk radio guy. He's been on the air for like 20, 30 years. He's been on forever. His big solution to fixing sign stealing <laughs> is he wants there to be a microphone in the pitcher's ear. An earpiece. And, and, and the catcher to have one, too, so he can like say signs. <laughs> and then within a minute, someone calls in and they're like, Mike, wouldn't the... Wouldn't the batter hear the catcher <laughs> saying the? And then he sits there for a full minute, like, no, see, no, because the. Then he's like, there's would... technologies now where I don't think it would. I think he'd be like, I think he'd be like down here. It's it's the dumbest. He's got a voice modulator. Yeah, stammering. It's the um, worst idea ever. But That's yeah, hilarious. let's do let's do Hall of Fame. I'm glad we got you here, Drew. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got it. A I lot of Phillies. A lot of Phillies. The, half on these the guys are my guys. So yeah, I have them all listed here. We'll go first. The guys who is their how first. How many World Series do the Phillies have as a franchise? Two. Two. Two thousand eight was only and... the second one. Two thousand eight and ninety three. Oh, so they're no, not... sorry, eighty. They lost. Yeah, in they lost in ninety three. That was the Joe Carter walk. Yeah, that was the Blue run. Jays. Very Rangers esque. They've been around for quite a long time. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, they. Um... When were the Phillies founded? Like the. 50s. The Phillies. Oh, hold, they're one yeah. of the. They're they're, one of they've the been around teams. for a long time. They yeah, have yeah. the all time record for most losses in Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean, part of that's they've been around for of the yeah. teams that have been around for over a hundred years. They've had more games lost than every other team. It's yeah. not like they're the worst franchise ever because of that. No, and like yeah. even those those Chase Utley, Ryan Howard years, like we yeah. were we were a great team for most of those years. It just unfortunately came out with one world only one World Series, but yeah, yeah. So we'll go over all the first ballot first. I have a lot of this now. It seems like war wins above replacement is all anyone talks about now. Yeah, war, defensive war, offensive war, like it, yeah, wins so, above replacement. Yeah, wins above okay. replacement. I still don't know exactly how it's calculated. Yeah, I don't but know the math need, of it. It's just uh, this is how many wins you like. If you get a six war year, that's incredible. So how Only many if, how many of these guys are getting in? Like are able to get voted? In? I think um, it's a. I think it's if you get a certain percentage of the yeah, writers say you get, yes, you get in. So it could theoretically be everybody or nobody. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's um every writer gets ten votes. Oh, never and, mind. Yeah, then. can't be everybody. Every writer gets ten votes, and if you get over seventy five percent, you're in. Nice. Um. So yeah, I was looking it up. Uh. For a career war, 60 seems to be a good, like, marker of um, 107 players eligible for the Hall of Fame have a war above 60, 93 are in. So, oh my, and I, below 60 at, like, 59.8 is Yogi Berra, Mike Piazza is at 59, Vladimir Guerrero, Ichiro. So if you're 60 or above, you're one of the top players. It's one of those stats where I don't know how it's made, but... I look it up, and everyone who has a high war is one of the best players ever. Sixty is its three thousand or five hundred or whatever the market. Like Essentially, that's what you're, that's what you're yeah. shooting for. People, I think, are looking more for that now than three thousand hits. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna change every like yeah. three years. If you ever try yeah. to tell somebody like, "Oh, this guy's a good pitcher because he has a lot of wins," if like a real yeah. base, they'll be like, "What the fuck? Are you <laughs> talking about wins? Exactly. You don't know anything about wins." But so, first year on the ballot, first is Derek Jeter, who obviously is going in. I mean, we'll go around okay. and do each of our votes. I don't know. Hang on. You don't think? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so much anti-Jeter talk in the last two days. It's just people who don't want him to be yeah, unanimous. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, unanimous and in first ballot are definitely different. I don't think it'll be unanimous. I think he will get into the hall this year. Yeah. But I think it's in. It, you have to factor in also that not only are his hitting numbers almost unmatched, he's got unmatched success in terms of just post playing. 
He has he two. Was I think he said pussy. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. That too. But he was the face of the league for over a decade. Yeah, exactly. And like, he, Hall of Fame. Who was more famous in baseball? Literally for being anyone amazing? from the ages of like thirty-five to like fifty. Derek Jeter is just what you know baseball yeah, is. He yeah, introduced like, an entire generation of, like, every shortstop had the number two for, like, ten full years. It wasn't yeah. even just a blip. He was so the face of the league. He was the jersey sales king. He was yeah. in the commercial. Oh, the, yeah. There are two plays named after him, Mr. November that, and the flip. <laughs> the, the idea that you could like baseball and not think Derek Jeter like belongs in the hall of fame just quote unquote those words like who's yeah. more right famous of that era than Derek Jeter? and also he's getting shit on for the d- not being good defensively he won five gold gloves yeah he won five people are acting like every time the ball got hit to him he turned away and cowered from it like, it, <laughs> no, like maybe he's... the time that where's well towards his last couple of years he was a legit defensive liability for the yankees during his last couple of years he was a lot of kinds of liability i mean he doesn't really come back for a lot of the team events right now because he's still pissed at cashman over the way that his last contract dispute went down. Like, yeah. Jeter fully wanted to be the highest-paid shortstop in the league right yeah. until he was done. And it got to this point where Cashman was like, I will let you fucking walk. I will, you will walk, yeah. you will wear a fucking Cincinnati Reds jersey for the last two years <laughs> if you want $100 million, you fucking loser. Like, and then he ended up taking the pay cut, and I think he it was still a little bit pissed. I think it'll yeah. take, if Cashman leaves, I think Jeter might show back up a little bit. But I don't know. He showed yeah. up for his plaque. I want him to do old timers day. I don't know. Yeah. I right. think he'll get it. All right. That's so cheer. next up we got someone who played for the Yankees and the Phillies. More for you guys. Bobby Abreu. Oh, uh, he's, he's fun a, guy. F- real fun guy. Classic era, nineties, yeah. early two thousands Phillies. He doesn't I don't think he gets as much he's one of those where because of sabermetrics now and analytics, he's getting more attention now. Because during his career, no one would think Hall of Fame. Yeah, nobody gave a shit about him. He, when played, he played forever just being a good yeah. like he would he hit sixth probably more than anywhere else yeah. through most right. of his career. I but saw, he was he yeah. was our he was our top hitter. Like before we got really good, he was like probably top two player. Well, him and like Jimmy Rollins like were the only things yeah. we had for like I like years. a stocky outfielder too. Yeah, you don't yeah. see a lot. There are a lot, a lot of, a lot of real thin, fast guys out there. He was. Yeah. He had some freaking oh, yeah. weight yeah. to him out there in the outfield. And I saw this set. This is like pretty crazy to think because you don't think of Bobby Abreu as like an all-time great, but uh, of all players ever who've had 900 extra base hits and 400 steals, it's Ty Cobb, Tris Speaker, Craig Biggio, Honus Wagner, Paul Molitor, Barry Bonds, and Bobby Abreu. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Every time I think of Bobby Abreu, my when I grew up, my my dad had decorated our basement to like be crazy Yankeed out, like everything you could think of, which just pinstripes and symbols and shit. And on the the little bar he built, he had a bottle of wine from Bobby Abreu's vineyard. Nice. <laughs> and it was just his like big old like ah face lo- on there. I love when athletes or actors or something open up a liquor or like yeah. create a liquor afterwards like dan dan Aykroyd has a vodka I'm just yeah like, yeah we all <laughs> um so That's i incredible. say yeah. what's it called i it's got a skull on it or, crystal skull crystal skull vodka dan yeah. Aykroyd's crystal skull but i love that so yeah. much so um i say definitely not first ballot for bobby Breer. i wouldn't be mad if at some point he gets in but overall i think i still say no he's one of those guys where if it was like oh i'm allowed to vote for everybody fucking yeah. sure yeah, yeah. But like 
If I only have ten, I don't know that he's gonna be one of the yeah the ones. Maybe how many years like can you be on the thing before you get kicked 10 off? Ten years until you're off. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, but then now they have like the um they had the veterans committee. Now they have uh eras. There's like the modern era committee, the this era committee. So there's like a list of like ten guys who were off the ballot, but a panel of like sixteen players will vote, and if twelve vote. They get in. That's how Harold Baines got in last year. It's not too late. It is just into the Hall of Fame. It's not yeah. like a different Right, no, wing. it's not It's not a different wing. You're just in the Hall of Fame. And Harold Baines is kind of being held up as the guy, like, if he got in, then this guy should get in. And he was a good player, but. I'm going yes yeah. for anyone who played for the Phillies. Okay. <laughs> besides, so, I, besides, there's a surprise in there. Okay, next up we got another Yankee, Jason Giambi, and in Oakland A. He won his MVP oh, yeah. with the you Oakland gotta A's. go Giambi. You think Giambi's yeah. in? What's, no, wait, here's another, what was his career like, what, what are his numbers? Because he seems like another guy that might be like, yeah, yeah he was yeah. great and very fun, but so, I don't know two, if he gets one of my 10. He's got 277 batting average, 440 homers, 1,441 RBIs. He doesn't hit any of the major, he doesn't have 1,500 yeah. RBIs, he doesn't five have 500 homers. Five all-star We're talking about Jeremy, right? No, <laughs> Jeremy wishes. This is the most five all star. Five all star. Well, Jeremy Giambi was the one tagged out on Jeter's flip play. Great. Yeah. Good for him. He got brought up <laughs> twice today. His um, Google alerts are going to be going fucking through the roof. Giambi's got a 50.5 war. So it's below the 60 thread. But there's guys in that range who are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but it's one of those things where, like, if you can only put so many in, he misses every big mark. And for a guy that was known as a power hitter to not have 500, I yeah. think that's a huge ding against him yeah. because that's what he did. He didn't run. He was, yeah. he was, he plopped his ass at first base and hit dingers for most I of know. his career. I know. And it wasn't. It'd be different, I feel like, if he was this. He had so many played with uh, so many good players. Uh huh. So maybe if he played on a shitty team all those years, he could have stood out more. Yeah. But he was surrounded by talent. Yeah, he so was even he was on just, the rare. He was kind of like a part of the great teams. Yeah, yeah, like a rarely good Oakland A's. They were good when he, he was. Right, there. exactly. So, so Harold Baines has a 38.7 war, and he got in. The lowest war ever for someone to get in is 28.7. Freddie Lindstrom, who I never heard of, I just saw that stat, and I'm nice. like, all right, that's the lowest. Um, but yeah, so it fit. I would say no to Giambi, because um, I mean, if you are a power hitter and that's what you're getting in the Hall of Fame for, I think you gotta have 500 yeah, you, or close you, to it. Fred McGriff should be in the Hall of Fame. He's at 493 in the steroid era. If it wasn't the steroid era, he would be in. Yeah, I, but I say no to Giambi. Yeah, the 440 is what I think keeps him out. He needs. You say, he needs at least 60. You say yes, Drew. I'll give him a yeah. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, <laughs> you, you only have seven yeses left. <laughs> Eric okay. Chavez played for the Yankees for a little bit. He no. was great defensively. Ne- uh, he um he had six Gold Gloves. I don't think I don't even know if he was ever an All Star. I say no to Eric Chavez. I think he's going to be one of the. If you're under five percent, you get dropped off. I think he's going to be there. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, but I, I see that happening, too. Um, same thing. His next couple I we can put together. Raphael Furcal and Brian Roberts. No, no. I'm kind of in the same. I think they're probably going to fall what off. What are Brian Roberts' career numbers? Brian Roberts' career numbers is uh, 97 homers, 542 RBIs. He had a career 285 batting average, two All-Star games, 1,527 hits. No, 30 no. 30.4 30. war. I'm surprised, he's on, yeah, I'm surprised he's on the list. What yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, Ryan Roberts was a, was a great fantasy player because he was like eligible at almost every position. Yeah, and oh, he also yeah. had. I remember yeah. one year he started, but he also had, he like, didn't do well. So yeah. <laughs> you, you well, could he lose started it one every... year with like twelve homers in the first couple of weeks, I think, and then just like ended up with fifteen for the year. What is what? It was less than a hundred career, right? Yeah, he played for a while. A, yeah. he played for at least what, like fifteen, sixteen seasons. I don't think, no, I think it, it maybe around that. I feel like it was between ten and fifteen. 
I feel like there's a few guys on here who it's just automatic no. Yeah, well, I mean, the next, uh, yeah, Carlos Pena, love him on MLB Network, but I say no to yeah, him. Yeah, no. He had some monster home runs when he was yeah. playing, though. Sean Figgins, who Anthony had the best argument I heard for why he should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, I've always, I've always loved that guy because his name makes me laugh, but what a middle school name. Like, imagine going through sixth through eighth grade with the name Chone Figgins. What, what are the two letter switches you could make in Chone Figgins to really ruin someone's day, right? Like, it's not, hard, you, it's not hard to figure Anthony, out. Anthony, have it, some balls. Say yeah. what you texted me. No oh, no, yeah, off the air. I, I've, I said it like a thousand times. But, <laughs> but if you change one letter in each of his first and last name, you give the man a really difficult time. Chode so, Faggins, I'll say it. <laughs> but exactly. So that's not a fun name to go through middle school yeah. with. And we're, I'm still sure not, a, we're still not as bad as Don Cherry. No, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's not as a fun name to really have fans in the outfield yell at you. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure a couple yeah. beers you got he's that a one. One time all star. I don't think he gets I think he's an easy no. Alfonso Soriano was someone who I thought in my head, like, yeah, he probably should be. He <sighs> But defensively, he I think that's what brought his war down. His war is only at 28.2. He was a homer away from a 40-40 season with the Yankees. Wow. No ring, right? Uh, no, he did. Uh, yeah, no. You know, he, he bounced around on he teams, was with but us. never was with the ones. I don't think he was with us in 2000. In 2001, he had a walk-off hit against the Diamondbacks in that World Series. Yeah. But he didn't short. win that year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no ring. Yeah, no ring. I don't know. I no ring is a huge detractor for me. 400, me 412 me career homers, seven all-star games. I wouldn't be mad if he gets in, but I'm okay. Paul Canerco, no. um, he has a ring. He won with the White Sox. Yeah, he did. That he was, was ALCS what, MVP. What a forgettable World Series that was. White oh, Sox-Astros. I, I heard they won the World Series. I was like, no, they didn't. Yeah, against, <laughs> against the Astros. With A.J. Przinsky. I remember. Oh, that. I liked yeah. him. He was a classic MVP baseball catcher. Yeah. Jay Brzezinski is <laughs> yeah. one of those guys. Well, he's one of those guys that's like around the league. I've heard tons of stories about how he he's wasn't an agitator, the, yeah. Yeah, the nicest dude to hang out with. I've heard yeah. a lot of he got caused some problems in some locker rooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. Raul Abanez had a big homer for us against you guys in the World Series. That was See, huge, Raul. I He never felt like a real Philly to me. Yeah, he was kind he, of well, a he was one on. of those guys. Well, how many does it say how many teams he played for career? It's a good um, amount. He was right? with the Mariners, the Yankees, and the Phillies. I remember. I think there was even probably one more. Yeah, maybe. But I never liked him on the Phillies. Never seemed like a fit. I don't know. Whenever I saw He's someone with a T-shirt or the jersey of him, I just wanted to yeah. fucking go eagle Philly on it's him. Like, and whoa, <laughs> someone's got eighty-five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Adam Dunn is a maybe. I, oh, I used to love Adam Dunn. What, one of my friends growing up, like Adam Dunn, was his guy. Like he was like the, he I know wasn't a even people, a Reds fan. Yeah. He no, just yeah, me Adam too. That, I know a couple either. people who love Adam Dunn. But it does was, Adam Dunn have the most strike? If he gets into the Hall of Fame, would yeah, he have the I most mean, career strikeouts of anyone who ever got in? Probably. No, Reggie Jackson has more than Adam and, Dunn. I think Reggie Jackson. Reggie had, Jackson yeah. struck out more times career than Adam Dunn. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. I what think the is the all. It's it's I'll one. Look that up. You yeah, it's one of those that. two because I know Reggie Jackson is close to all time in striker, but Adam Dunn, a seventeen point four WAR because he only ever struck out, walked, or over fifty percent of his yeah. at bats ended he, in one of the three true. He outcomes. probably has like four doubles his whole career. Yeah, there's <laughs> a there's like a great video on SB Nation I saw that does a whole thing about how few times Adam Dunn ever had to run. When he right. in, in baseball or it's, hit a ball in play, and it's crazy because he was. Did they ever pitch run for him much? I mean, not because you then you'd have to take him out of the game. Yeah, so he would like, have games where he'd be zero for zero because he walked four times and then hit a home run. Right, right. It was all he would ever do would be one of those few. Um, do you have career strikeouts all the, time? No, well, no. Oh, yeah. It, 
Yeah. Jim Tomei, 2548. Oh, classic. Yeah. No, you're right, Reggie Jackson. 2597 most yeah. out of anybody. Then Tomei, then Dunn, then Sosa, then A-Rod. Okay. Wow. All right. So uh, yep. next up we have um, first one since Jeter that has over the 60 war. Uh, Bobby Abreu has exactly a 60 war. Everyone else has been below 60. Back 61.2 is second year on the ballot. Now we're up to Todd Helton. I used to be a huge Todd Helton fan. Me I mean, too. He I got 16.5% of the vote Imagine last playing year. for the Colorado Rockies I'd be entire yeah, pretty career. chill, I think. Yeah. Everybody in Colorado seems like... Yeah, like, chill. He was, but he was one of those guys who was a standout because his team sucked for so long. Yeah, he was a good fielder. I think three. that's why a lot of people like him. Right, and exactly. It's like the Rockies yeah, have never he carried that team. Three goals below, and he uh, twenty five hundred hits, not a three thousand, and a solid beard too. Yeah, a solid I, he's beard. a guy I would give a vote to. I would, and I wouldn't be mad if he makes it in, but I also wouldn't be devastated if he doesn't. I think he might be a couple more years down the line. Yeah. Um, all right, so now third year of eligibility. This guy, I think, is a Hall of Famer. Scott Rowland. Ah, uh, one of my heroes. Yeah, that's a one Philly. Of my and I, Cardinal. Won a World Series with the Cardinals. Uh, oh, that's right. Did yeah, he hit any I of the, big, he left the big milestones? Um, no, he doesn't have any. He, 2,000 hits, 316 homers, almost 1,300 RBIs. Um, but he's got seven-time All-Star, eight-time Gold Glove winner. He was one of the best fielding third basemans ever. And uh, one rookie of the year also, seventy point two war. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a. I mean, yeah, I'm a huge yeah. I, I, yeah, fan. that's enough. The, yeah. it, it's how he's got the ring. Not having any of the big milestones. Those those are always right. The well, big yeah, the Phillies sucked while he was on the team. That's yeah. was one of worlds. I do think he. I think he would be a guy that would get my vote because also defensively. Like they're knocking Jeter for defense, but historically they haven't taken defense into account much. But they should, if you do, he's a guy who should get in. Yeah, they because have because he was also a real 300 home runs and 2,000 hits plus all the great defense. Um, I would give a vote to Scott Rowland. Um, Drew, I assume you absolutely, would. Yeah. absolutely. Um, third year on the ballot, Andrew Jones only got 7.5 percent of the vote. Yeah. He started off so hot. It's his third year. Only because he spells yeah. Andrew with a U. Yeah, honestly. he had a fifty home run year also when he was like twenty. And he's a great player, but kind of forgettable. I don't know. He was maybe the best defensive center fielder of my lifetime. He was. Uh, what, I guess many, he was pretty good. Ten Gold Gloves in center field, five time All Star. He's one I wouldn't be mad if he gets in, but I, he's he could be in the Hall of yeah, Very Good. Yeah, it's another either way one for me. Yeah. Um, another third on the ballot, Omar Vizquel got 42.8% last year. Uh, defensively, if it, it 11 gold gloves, but he was, um, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say offensive liability, but not great offensively. He could slap singles around. He was I a mean, switch hitter, too, which yeah. is... And when he was in that Indians lineup with Sandy Alomar, Manny Ramirez, Jim Tomey, you don't need everyone to be a great hitter. Yeah, he was. He would get on base, and he could run, too. He yeah. was fast as hell. Like, there's an argument to be made for almost everyone on this list. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, then we got our first steroid guy, Manny Ramirez. His fourth year on the ballot, 22.8% of the vote. Numbers-wise, no doubt he's in. 500 homers, won an MVP. A Hall of Fame fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta go, Manny. Uh, it's to. a it's a steroid argument. Do you put guys in who've done steroids? I'm so biased. <laughs> what do you I'm, mean? I'm against him. I fucking hate. He's a red I fucking hate his guts. <laughs> I fucking hate everything about him. I fucking hate everything he stands for. 
I've, I'm, I'll admit I'm extraordinarily biased sure. against him, but anybody that was involved in yeah. those Red Sox teams, I just have a burning. Mm. And also, even Johnny Damon. Well, I, Johnny Damon always felt like it was Johnny Damon Euclid. So everybody was looking at him like, you're not one of you're, us. Yeah, you're, you're. <laughs> Eh. What about yeah. you, Drew? What do you, gonna... For steroid guys, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'd put him in. Any he... other, and just you don't take the steroids into account, really? Not really. I I want everyone in. I want Pete Rose in. I yeah, want, yeah. Uh, I, want... I think. I mean, you know, it's not like if they're in, it's going to be forgotten that they did steroids. Yeah, it'll get yeah, brought totally. up. Just sort there's of people who the... there's people who've been racist it's and beat your... their wives, like yeah. And yeah. that's obviously a shoe in. Oh yeah, my yeah. my my no is out of spite, not because of the steroids. My, yeah. my, mine is a spiteful no. I mean, it hinders your reputation, and like that, you know that that that's a lot. Yeah, you know, Ty people... Cobb's got a shit reputation. He was oh, an yeah, asshole. Totally. He's still in. He beat up a guy with one hand in the crowd. Guy had one arm was heckling him, and he jumped in the crowd and beat him up. Yeah, it's, I always love thinking about like how many more stories there would be about people like that that are just. They're the worst. If there was more reporting yeah. Oh, yeah, on Twitter, absolutely. Yeah. like there was this one. I don't even know if it's true, but there's this rumor that Mickey Mantle once, uh, like 15 years after he retired, it was some anniversary at Yankee Stadium, and they sent all their living legends this card that said, "Hi, can you please like write your name and then describe your favorite memory of being a Yankee, and then send it back. We're gonna make this whole thing." And his said, "Yeah." Once I was hurt, I had pulled my groin, and I got the best blowjob ever under the left field bleachers during the seventh inning. Uh, I think I don't even remember her name. It was pretty great though. And then he sends it back to them like best regards, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> like, He's the best. All wow. these different like I. There's got to be so many more of those guys that were yeah. just dickheads, and like they so, didn't have enough time in front of a mic to oh, yeah, themselves as such. Gary Sheffield, another steroids one. If you're putting steroid guys in, he's uh, Gary Sheffield is home a runs. steroids guy. There was the thing where he used Barry Bonds flaxseed oil. Gary Sheffield changed so many backyard wiffle ball games. Yeah, I do remember one time I was at a Phillies game at Veterans Stadium, I, and we were like super close to the third baseline, and we were next to like Scott Rowland, and but they were just th people, people were throwing around in Sheffield. Was like warming up in left field, and he just ran by. I just remember my dad going like, "Yo, chef!" And he like came over and was like, "Yo, what's up?" And I was like, "We were both like, oh, we didn't actually want you to like come over, but yeah, cool, man." <laughs> he just realized like, "Oh my god, they can hear us." Yeah, he, but yeah, I remember him actually being super cool. So, yeah. uh, so because of that, you say yes. Honestly, I'm going no because of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Should have just left us alone. Yeah, maybe he'd be in the hall. Nine-time All-Star, 500 home runs. I think if uh, you're okay, maybe I think. Uh, if you like, if the steroids kind of docks you a little bit, then maybe a guy like that who is barely over five hundred. I don't know. I I can go either way on that. Jeff Kent, I do think is a Hall of Famer. He's at the. He was fun. Eighteen point one percent of the vote last year, seventh year on the ballot. I feel like he's probably not going to get in then. Yeah, the just because it's low enough at this point. But uh, and it's only seven. Well, yeah, like at a certain end. point, it's not like they're gonna come back. Yeah, and, like get more hits. Like yeah, right. I know Edgar Martinez started off like in the 30s, was down to like the 20s, his fourth or fifth year, and then he got in by his last year. I'm yeah, I'm sure if it's like your last year, you get a lot of extra. The lowest like, ever I saw this earlier today. Ralph Kiner, who now is an announcer mm -hmm. for the Mets, played only 10 years with the Pirates, but he hit like 50 home runs multiple times. Um, but because he only played 10 years, that was the minimum to be a Hall of Famer. He, this is before below 5% got you kicked off. He got 1.1% of the vote his first year, three people only. And then by his last year of eligibility, everyone was like, ah, it was a great 10 years, though. But, yeah, he went from 1.1% and got in. 
Um, since there's been that rule, I think it's uh, guys have started in the teens and got their way up. But by seventh year, if you're at 18%, I don't. And Jeff Kent's like maybe the best hitting second baseman of all time. He's great. Most home, I'm pretty sure it's like most home runs, RBIs. He's he's up there in all those categories for second baseman. Cool. But I would say yes to Jeff Kent. Yeah. Um, Sammy Sosa, he's down to 8.5% of the vote. And uh, he was his eighth year on the ballot. 609 home runs. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa is one of those guys that, like, in my lifetime, I've known him so much more as the post. Like, I, I, I don't have a ton of memories of him being a great baseball player. I have a lot of memories of him talking to Congress and being weird. Not knowing, <laughs> not knowing like, how to speak English all of a sudden. Yeah, just, just, just strangeness. Like, every I time know. I think of Sammy Sosa, I just think weird. I don't think, like, big. I'm There's lots of people that do and should, but I don't. Right. So when I think of, I like... This, then, the steroids thing, he's yeah. obviously one of the best hitters of all time. Yeah, 600 I home gotta runs. I got to go, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's a classic. Yeah, you can't, 600 home runs almost yeah. right there puts it in. Then, no success to show for it yeah. at all. Yeah. Was, was he a Cub career? Yep. Started. No, he was on the Rangers before. And oh, uh, yeah, they, let him go, right. they let him go because he wasn't that good. He got in the Cubs, started doing steroids, and got good. Yeah. Uh, but on the flip side of that is, story. next one up. That Bar- was before he was black, too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> before he was white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, then... Um, we have Barry Bonds, eighth all-time. Uh, I mean, not eighth all-time, eighth uh, year on the ballot, and yeah. 59% of the vote. He's He was of MVP before he ever got big to do for doing steroids. Yeah, no, he's another one of those guys that's like what I was saying earlier. It's like any dickhead can get strong, and he, he clearly knew where to put the bat. He yeah, was one of the best hitters ever. player. Yeah. 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 If, if everyone was on steroids, cool. He... Was the bet like? It, I will. I remember going to a Phillies game again. I was at front row of left field against the Giants, and I will say it was it was absolute verbal torture. Well, <laughs> the bonds, shit that was yeah. say, being said. Oh, I love that. I'm so about that. I my I've like been dreaming about the first time the Astros come to Yankee Stadium because I've sat in right field since I was a little kid. Yeah. And at the start of this playoffs, Josh Reddick gave some interview about how the people that sit in Yankee right field are garbage and he hates us and he thinks we're like the meanest, trashiest people ever. Yeah. And uh personal offense was Ooh, taken. Yeah. So now that he's coming back a cheater. Know when that game oh, is, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna destroy him. We're gonna destroy him. We're gonna start banging his head against the wall. Be like, hey, change up's coming. Pop, pop, pop. Um, then finally, 10th year on the ballot. This is all position players. Larry Walker, his last chance of getting in, got 54.6% last year. Uh, sorry, Larry. 72.7 war. He um he just never really played a full season. He was injured. If he was healthy his whole career, he'd have the 3,000 hits, 500 home runs. He's at 2,160, 383 home runs, won an MVP, seven-time gold glove winner, King Virginia baseball had a huge circle that you could use to aim to hit the ball. They would have like a bigger circle for the bigger hitter, better hitters. Mm-hmm. And there were only like four players had a huge circle. It was like Tony Gwynn, Ken Griffey Jr., Paul Molitor, Mike Piazza, and Larry Walker. I'm going no for Lair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's what yeah, I would, he did, you know what? I'd like he, to see him in, but I yeah. Should have learned to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> All the famers know how to stretch. And now stay on the field. Go to pitchers that we have. First up. A favorite of yours, Cliff Lee, first year on the ballot. Yeah, I never loved Cliff Lee as much as I wanted to. He I did, just, he did win. Was he the who won MVP in 08? Uh, Howard MVP for the World Series. For the World Series in 08. I don't remember for the. Uh, he was uh, on that team, wasn't he? He was on the team. Yes, he was on the team. It wasn't. Him oh no, though. wasn't Cliff? Oh no, Halliday is the one who came the year later. Halliday came the year after. Yeah, 
No, I, I wait. Who did win MVP? It would have been him or Utley or Howard or I think it was Utley Rollins or maybe. Yeah, maybe Rollins. Jimmy Rollins maybe. Who knows? Rollins won a season MVP. You think he'll I get think. into the Hall of Fame? Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. I think he was already eligible and dropped off. I remember he was like the most Philly play, like dedicated Philly player, and then in just some random post game interview or something, he was like. Yeah, you know, I love Philadelphia, and still, like, years on his contract, he's like, but I'd love to end my career somewhere on the West Coast where I grew up, and everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then he did, right? He went right yeah, then he did, and it was like, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> at least he was upfront about it. Yeah. Like, he didn't try to string you guys along. He's like, hey, know my intentions. Yeah, Cliff Lee won a Cy Young Award for All-Star. I say no to Cliff Lee, I'm going to go no. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Um, I, also, he wasn't dominant for long enough. Yeah. We got a couple first year on the ballot, Josh Beckett and Brad Penny. Josh Beckett may stay on after a year. Won a World Series MVP. Josh Beckett won two World Series on two different teams. Yeah, with the Marlins and the Red Sox. Back-to-back years, too. Yeah. Uh, 1,900 strikeouts in, like, 2,000 innings, but I'm he gonna- may— yeah, I'd I'd say no to him. No for now. You know no what? You know why I'm gonna say no? Those stupid ass necklaces he used to wear. <laughs> oh, I know. Remember he got half the friggin' Red Sox wearing them at one point. They all had those little braid necklaces. Uh, oh, yeah. freaking fuck those necklaces. Yeah. Um, I still say I say no, but I'm like maybe he'll stay on the ballot. I don't know if he'll drop off immediately. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. Back to back World Series on different teams is a huge check in the yeah. yes column for me, though. So even if I if I was to say no this time, I think I'd do it at some point because yeah. of that. That's a really cool kind of unique. Uh, Brad Penny. I don't know piece. who he paid to get on this ballot. <laughs> <laughs> Two time All Star, but. Yeah, I don't know. J.J. Putz definitely paid someone to get on this yeah, ballot. I don't even know who that is, honestly. He had one really good year where he was, like, 13th in Cy Young voting because he, like, had a, a great stretch of, like, he's a closer. He played for the Diamondbacks and the Mariners, but, yeah, I he's probably going to drop off. Uh, Jose Valverde, also Heath Bell, and they're just throwing the levers on now. Valverde had, like, 49, the year with the Tigers, 49 saves in 49 attempts. Which I think was a record. Yeah, but that's a good season. Exactly. Yeah. And he also like blew a couple saves to the blew a save to the Yankees in the playoffs. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think both of them will be out. But uh, reliever. Uh, John the ballot, fifth year of eligibility. Billy Wagner, who I'm a supporter of getting into the Hall of Fame. Billy Wagner. Do you remember him? Yeah, he, I remember yeah. Billy Wagner. He, Billy he, Wagner started I, I remember him. at he some was points on, too, right? When he first started, maybe he was on the Astros. Played for the Mets for a little bit. 422 saves, like sixth all time, um, and an 85.9 save percentage, which the most all times Mariano Rivera is like 89%. 85, like guys who are in the Hall of Fame, I put down, um, because it took a while before they would let relievers in the Hall of Fame. Someone who can be an effective reliever for a long time, that's pretty cool. Like Lee Lee Smith got in last year uh, with 478 saves and 82.3 save percentage. Rivera's at 89. Trevor Hoffman's 88.8. All the older guys who would pitch, like, more innings for saves, like Goose Gossage, Dennis Eckersley, they're all in, like, the 70s to low 80s in save percentage. Raleigh Fingers. Um, so, I, Billy Wagner is one of the top closers of all time. If you are putting in closers, I think he's in. Yeah, yeah. he's well, uh, he'll get brought up every time someone makes a little list. Yeah, but we'll see. He's uh, Yeah, he may be in, like, a list like, top 10 closers of all time, but not necessarily Hall of Fame. It's his fifth year of eligibility. Last year he got 16.7%. Um, so we'll see. Um, I hope he gets in. We're getting um, to, like, the bottom of the list now, right? Yep. Second year of eligibility is Andy Pettit. 
percent. I love him. I don't know. Andy has the best playoff numbers. Yeah. out of almost any pitcher. If you it, value it, it playoff totally numbers, depends, yeah, yeah. It, de- it totally depends on how much you value playoff success. Sixty point two WAR. He's at the sixty mark. Um, yeah, he was an ALCS MVP, three time All Star. Um, he pitched long enough that he's got like high numbers, like close to twenty five hundred strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Tons would, of Yankee records. Yeah, I would. I love him, so I'd hate to say no. I feel like I would say no, but I would love it if he got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you both say yes. I don't absolutely. Think, I don't yeah. think it'll get him this ballot. I would vote for him instantly, though. He's yeah. the best. Um, last two: Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling. I saved Kurt Schilling both? for last just for you, Anthony. Right? Yeah, both he's harsh a, Republicans. But a, yeah, I'm assuming Roger Clemens is. Roger Clemens, <laughs> right? Yeah. He looks like one. Yeah, Roger Clemens <laughs> looks like everybody. Clemens is maybe the best right-handed pitcher ever. So I, I go yeah. yes to both. I know yeah. Schilling's a douche, but it's like you Schilling's got to be. He's a World he's a, Series MVP. Yeah. And did it's you another up, spiteful no. Oh, you grew up watching him on the Phillies. Absolutely, then. yeah. He yeah. was. He was like an. You could tell he was just like an old man then. Somehow he he never seemed like he was even in his twenties. Yeah, like he was always like fifty five. Yeah, and then what he did um, with the Diamondbacks with Randy Johnson. Oh, that I was, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Went, that's, oh yeah. my god, yeah. Yeah. So but, yeah, my nose again out of spite. Your nose out of spite. Um. So before that's, that's all the Hall of Fame uh, people on the ballot now. We'll see. I think it's a couple months before the vote is uh, out. But before we go, I talked to Drew about this before. If you want to do that, we um. So with uh, Stratomatic, they asked me and Drew to uh, roast each other as different teams. So yep. we were roasting the team. So it was like I was the Red Sox. Uh, he I was the Yankees. He was the Red Sox. I was definitely not the Red Sox. Um, and they came out. There's a couple of them on YouTube now. If you look up Stratomatic on Instagram, Twitter, you can see Very us. It fun. was um, it was Dodgers versus Giants. I was the Giants. Drew was the Dodgers. Yep. And you were the Cardinals, the Cubs, and I was the I Cardinals. I was the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. So we did three of them. And uh, because Stratomatic wants to be kind of family friendly, uh, almost all the jokes we wrote got cut. So I asked you if you would come in, if you uh, could bring some of the jokes that yeah, you had, and I'll read some of the ones I had. Of course. That were cut. So you want to start with Yankees, Red Sox? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So yeah, read some of the Yankees ones you had. These were not. These were cut. They were uh, not family friendly. And I mean, most of these are obviously not family friendly. But so I said. Um, well, some of them are. Some of them are are, and I don't know why they were cut. I wish they weren't. But anyway, go ahead. Yankee. We'll start Yankees, Red Sox. Okay. Um. Let's see. Oh man. Um, okay. Wow, I have to just sift uh, sorry, we wrote like a million jokes. Um yeah. <laughs> we only ended up using three or four, but we <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh oh yeah. In two thousand four, Alex Rodriguez broke the Yankees no beard policy by dating Cameron Diaz. <laughs> um, and then we have the Yankees have won. Is it 17 or 27? Before 27. 27. Okay, then I was right. The, tw- the Yankees have won 27 World Series rings, none of which can fit around CC Sabathia's fingers. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. You can get Anthony to laugh at a uh, Yankees joke you're doing something. It's ironic CC Sabathia plays in the Big Apple, considering he's never eaten one. <laughs> nice. Those are my top three, probably. Yeah. I had uh, the 2019 Boston Red Sox blew up so bad, I thought it was the 2013 Boston Marathon. <laughs> Um, a hundred years ago, the Red Sox traded away Babe Ruth, but it's like he never left because every woman in Fenway Park still looks just like him. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg committed several hate crimes in the 80s in Boston. He was given a two-year jail sentence and season tickets to Fenway Park. <laughs> 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 yeah, those are those are three of my favorite ones. Yeah. Nice. How are we doing um, on time? 
Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's do the next one was Dodgers Cubs. Okay. Wow. Or no, do- these are all no it was Dodgers Giants. These are all a mess. I'm sorry. It was Dodgers Giants and Cubs Cardinals. Um, Barry Bonds became a giant in 1993, uh, but that was just the human growth hormones. <laughs> um, the Grateful Dead are huge Giants fans, which makes sense because just like the Giants, they suck. That one made the video. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm just sifting through some of these. Okay. Um, I like that one a lot. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, those are the only yeah. ones I like. We had, um, I had some fun ones for the Dodgers. Uh, like the, um, uh, what was it? Um, uh, the Kardashian family regularly attends Dodger games. It makes a lot of sense. Historically, they've all done a lot for black athletes. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Uh, Sandy Koufax famously refused to pitch on Jewish holidays. It's crazy to have all the Dodgers players in history. He's the only one going to heaven. I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, Pee Wee Reese isn't just a Dodgers Hall of Famer. It's also the nickname for Cody Bellinger's penis. Nice. Cody Bellinger, NL MVP this year. And then we had Cubs and uh, Cardinals. For that, I uh, real quick, I'll just say, uh, sure, the Cardinals only have one World Series uh, since 1908, but 1908 was Yadier Molina's third year in the league. <laughs> sorry, the Cubs only have one World Series. Yeah. Fuck, I fucked that up. Um, there was another few good ones. Oh no, you were roasting the yeah. You, I was now, you were now I'm getting confused. You were I the was, Cubs oh, roasting the sorry, Cardinals. Sorry, everyone. I uh, <laughs> jokes are just like a pile here. Uh, let's see. Oh, between Matt and Chris Carpenter, you think the Cardinals would have been a little better at building their franchise? Come on, <laughs> I'm, I'm ending on that one. That's a fun one. <laughs> What did I have? Oh, I think um oh my I couldn't do any Sammy Sosa jokes I wanted to do. The only thing more disturbing than deep dish pizza is Sammy Sosa's face. <laughs> the Cubs may have the most diverse team in Major League Baseball history. They have players of all different races, and I'm just talking about Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's more surprising: the Cubs' newfound success or Sammy Sosa's newfound white privilege. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't let me do any of those. Like, like that's the thing you're gonna make fun of. You're gonna make fun of the Cubs, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So Drew, I wanted to um wanted to ask you before we uh, finish up here. Do you have a favorite sports memory? <sighs> sports memory. Um, man, that's great. Well, I mean, I I told you guys about Gary Sheffield already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one. He Is almost there... talked to you. Well, I mean, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Oh so yeah, no, Philly Eagles. Guy. It, like. Yeah, that was that was as emotional and as, not emotional. I, I didn't cry once, but it was like that you could feel it. Even if you're a mild Eagles fan, like it hit everyone from Philly. Yeah, you know, like the Nick Foles thing, beating the Patriots. Like Nick Foles is a goddamn legend in Philadelphia forever. I've got it's, yeah. It's, big, big dick they made net. that one guy eat horse shit. Right. right and on yeah, he was uh, my buddy. But um, <laughs> I would say Eagles Super Bowl was way bigger than because I'm older now. I can appreciate more than the Phillies World Series. Um, but honestly, how old were you when the Phillies won the World Series? I think like 11th grade. OK, but um, like but I then, am jealous of because um, I we grew up with the Yankees winning. So like in the if the Yankees win now, like I don't have the feeling of a te- like having a team that hasn't like if the Islanders win now, it would be that for me. Right. Because a team that hasn't won my whole life, and then as an adult, I get to see the culmination. Yeah. Like, that's got to be what it felt like for Eagles fans or Phillies fans. Either that or uh, we talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. That's a great Philly yeah, sports a, yeah. moment. 
Oh yeah. Oh, at Real Matt Marin on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, at Anthony Pass ninety four. At Drevyanko, you can figure out how to spell it later, uh, on Instagram and Twitter for very stupid jokes, but fun. Um, yeah, and then, I don't know, Comedy Fight Club roasting around the city. But, yeah, thanks for having First guest, I am honored. Yes, yeah. thank you for being here. Thanks, yeah, thanks man. man.